the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. UTWD Plant City. WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. This program is pre-recorded. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Your mother just died that morning, and you're reading a sermon saying you got to keep on going. If that wasn't a message to me, now I got up preaching, crying. I cried the whole way through, but I realized I had to keep on going. For the Bible says, yea, though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. God is doing something go through but what he does is he's trying to show you that guess what i know it's going to be a tough season but you're well able so when the time came and i stood there and i gave what god told me to give and i saw so many family members saying i don't know how you did it i don't know how you were able to do it but i said guess what i said i already saw it because see when god gives you the revelation the revelation will give you the strength and that's why it's so critical that you see what God wants you to see, because guess what? Whether you like it or not, we all got a date. Nobody wants to die, but God showed it to me. So that morning, when I left the hospital, <laughs> my sermons are usually done the week before. The title of the sermon that was already written before she died was entitled, You Gotta Keep On Going. <laughs> Your mother just died that morning, and you're reading a sermon saying you gotta keep on going. If that wasn't a message to me, now I got up preaching, crying. I cried the whole way through, but I realized I had to keep on going. For the Bible says, Yea, though I go through, the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they keep me. So what happens, God will give you dreams. And as you write down all your storms, so after I finished preaching that sermon, I, got, I had a dream that night. And that night, the dream, God said, I, all of a sudden, I was in the dream, I was in a church, and all of a sudden, it seemed like I just started going higher. 
I said, Lord, what are you trying to tell me? He said, son, you just got promoted. I said, what does that mean? Guess what, brothers and sisters? You get promoted through hell. You get promoted through tough times. You think it's easy. Your promotion comes when everybody says, I don't want to do it anymore. Your promotion comes when you feel like, praise God, you're at rock bottom. And all of a sudden you step up and say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will be continually in my mouth. See, but see, the challenge is if you don't get the revelation before that, you go in your corner and say, what was me? <sighs> so it's critical, family. You write down these mountains. And God, I, I, I got promoted again not too long ago. Pastor, what you mean by that? I'll, I'll find out when I get to heaven. I just know he'll, he'll put me in a dream. He just keeps... <sighs> and, and by the way, God is not moved by need. God's moved by faith. When you, when you can step up when you don't feel like stepping up and say, Lord, I need your strength. I, I don't have it in me, but Father God, I need you. Whew. He wrote it down. So what happens, this is what David did. David said, you know, when, when he went to go see Goliath and King Saul said, you're too small. You can't handle this. And David said, wait a second, homeboy. You weren't with me when I dealt with the lion. You weren't with me <laughs> when I dealt with the bear. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine who was the father of my God? He don't know who I roll with. Who you with? <laughs> See, that's, that's, that's. <laughs> See, that's what David was saying a couple thousand years ago. Who you with? <laughs> because the Bible says Goliath stood out there and he called out every day, who gonna fight me? Who gonna fight me? And no one would step up. And David said, David said, who, who's this guy here running his mouth? He said his name is Goliath. He said, so why, why, ain't, why, why ain't nobody punching him in the mouth yet? And they said, don't you see he's a giant? And he says, uh, the king said he'll give his daughter and he'll never have to pay taxes again. David said, oh, Lord. <laughs> Homeboy said, no taxes. I get married to a queen. That's a come up to me. Lord, help this pastor. Number five, dreams bring peace. Matthew 120. But after he had considered this, after he had considered this, after he what? That means he was deliberating on this. Now, this is a tough one, y'all. This is a real tough one. Lord Jesus, this is tough. I, I, don't, I don't know if I could have done this one. But after he considered this, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream, saying, Joseph, the son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Now let's be honest, brothers. Let's be honest. The girl said she a virgin. 
The girl says she ain't never been touched before. The girl says she's holy. And all, they didn't live together. There was no shacking going on. Huh, huh, leave that alone, leave that alone. And you go away for a trip and you come back and she got a belly, a little bump. And she tell you, I ain't slept with nobody. You a lie, you a lie, you a lie. Don't tell me you ain't sleep with nobody. Raise your hand. Brother, you have a problem with that. If she said, come on, you be, let's be honest. I'd have a problem with that. You don't told me you've been a virgin. Now you come back and you got a belly bump. You got, you got a ring in it too. Lord, what happened to you? That's not in the Bible. That's not in the Bible. The ring part is not in the Bible. But I could imagine in 2016, Mary... No, no, let's be honest. You're dating someone. You're courting her. You're being real nice. And you say, okay, we'll get married in six months. And you come to visit her. And she... And she and How about a cuss? No, no. None of us could handle that. And then she says, it ain't mine, it's the Holy Spirit. Now you know you lying. (laughs) So it was so rough. God said, I got to talk to him. Look what he said, look. He said, but after he had considered this, now I'm not going to marry a pregnant woman. She talking about it's the Holy Spirit. Can you imagine his boys talking to him? Can you imagine? You know them boys be talking. Hey, boy, Jody. That's Jody, baby, boy. That's Jody. That's, that, hey, hey, hey. They told me about Jody. Yeah, that's Jody, baby. Yep, 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 yep. That ain't your baby. That's the mailman, baby. Oh, yep, yep, yep. That's the milkman, baby. <laughs> that ain't your baby. <laughs> you ain't been there, brother. You ain't. Just, just go ahead and get over it. You're going to need a DNA test. There was no DNA test in the Bible. There's no DNA test. You just got... So, you know, he's sitting thinking, oh, Jesus, I don't know. She says, God, but how she have a baby and never been with a man? Now, you have to really think about this. She says she has a baby and never been with a man. She must have thought I was born last night. I ain't that stupid. So God had to give him a dream for him to marry her because he said, I I can't do it. And most of us in here, God had to come down and tell me, Joe Mo Cousins, you are going to marry. No, I ain't, Lord. No, I ain't. I ain't lying, y'all. So, oftentimes when you're deliberating, God will try to get to you through a dream. My whole point today was for you to no longer minimize your dreams. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. 
Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the Donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Is it God speaking to me? With this challenging week, I was asking God, what should I tell you? Oh, no. Let me close this before I do that. When a dream comes, here's the five things you need to do, okay? Five things you need to do when a dream comes. Pray. You notice the first thing I said, when when someone gives you a, a, a revelation or get a dream, pray. Before you do anything else, pray that God exposes the source of the dream and what he wants to teach you through it. Pray, Lord, what does this mean? Lord, what are you trying to tell me? James says, if anyone lacks wisdom, to ask God. Well, he'll give it to you liberally. Listen to God. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Take a moment to sit quietly before the Lord and ask him, Lord, what do you want me to do with this? Once you feel peace, you're where you need to be. No peace, you're not in it. Amen. Peace is one of the key indicators that you're in the will. When you're not at peace, you got to do something. Write it down. I already told you that. Get a notebook. Notebook says, when God speaks. What I do is when someone is uh, further along in me in the faith walk and I trust their walk, I write down what they say to me. Amen. I write it down so I don't forget it. Seek godly counsel. Don't go talk to your ratchet friend. She's not going to help you. Amen. Don't talk. I, 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 was, I was at a wedding last night in Port Ritchie. It was a late one. And uh, so I'm sitting there, and uh, brother came and said, you know, do you know what amen means? I said, oh, Lord. They go on them deep, brothers. <laughs> he gonna take me somewhere I ain't trying to go. He said, well, biblically speaking, amen means so it be God's will. No, I don't mean that. I said, okay, well, what does it mean, sir? Educate me. You know, because, you know, I'm trying to keep the whole unoffensible. Keep my spirit right. So you try to break down and, you know, Egyptian gods and, God says, I said, that's, you know, there's some validity to that. You know, he says, so who do you worship? I said, I worship Jesus. Are you sure? I said, Lord Jesus, brother. <laughs> I ain't come here for this. I came here for a wedding. I'm about to go home. And 
And right then, y'all, right then, someone came, hey, pastor, they need you, in the, uh, they need you back here. To, uh, to, to, uh, the bride wants you to sign a marriage license. I said, Lord, aren't you good? The Bible says you'll always find a way of escape. Because uh, I was about to go in, and I was trying to I lose my peace. You know, I hate when people come with <clears throat> No, either you believe or you don't, but I'm not trying to argue with you. Amen? You got a choice. You can believe or you don't believe. Amen? You can get with this or you can get with that. You can get with this or you can get with that. I think I'm going to get with this because this is where it's at. That's it. We ain't got to fight about it. <sighs> let it be. Let it be. Let, let, let God bring the remembrance back to you, the dream to you. Amen? Hallelujah. It's been a challenging week. Uh, I see riots all over the country. And uh, as, I was, uh, as I was teaching, I see, you know, I always want to be relevant to what's happening in our country. You know, I don't want to be so ingrained in a sermon that I can't talk about what's happening in our country. And um, I said, Lord, what do you want me to tell them about what's happening in our country? After a challenging week, we got riots in every city. And the Holy Spirit gave me this this morning. I pray it bless you. 53 years ago, in the midst of despair and racial unrest, there was a man named Martin. (laughs) And he had a dream. He says this, I'm not going to do the whole thing. I say to you today, my friends, So even though we have faced difficult times up to day, tomorrow, I still have a dream. (laughs) A dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. This was 53 years ago. I have a dream that one day the Red Hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state swelling with heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that one day my four children will one day live in a nation where they'll not be judged by the color of their skin, but the content of their character. I have a dream. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama with its vicious racist and its governor having lips of dripping with words of interposition and nullification, one day right in Alabama, Little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white girls and white boys and sisters and brothers. I have a dream. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. Every hill and every mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain and the crooked places will be made straight. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. This is my hope. This is the faith that I go back to the south with. With this faith, we will be able to hew out of the mouth of despair, a stone of hope. With this faith, we'll be able to transform the jangling discourse of our nation to a beautiful sympathy of brotherhood. With this faith, we'll be able to work together, pray together, struggle together, go to jail together, stand up together, knowing that one day we'll all be free. This will be the day when all God's children will be able to sing the new meaning, my country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, oh, thy sing. Land where my fathers died, lands of pilgrims' pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. If America's to be great nation, this must become true. 
So let freedom ring from the prestigious hilltops of New Hampshire. Let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the courageous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Let freedom ring from the lookout mountain, Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every mountain, Molehill, Mississippi, every mountainside, let freedom ring. And when this happens, when we allow freedom to ring, we let it ring from every village, from every hamlet, from every state, from every city. We'll be able to speed up that day when all God's children, black men, white men, Jews, Gentiles, Protestants, Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing the old Negro spiritual. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty for free at last. Listen, family. 53 years ago, 53 years ago, a man named Martin took social unrest and spoke his dream. Now, you can't tell me you have it rougher than he did. He spoke faith. He spoke hope. I see Christians trembling. And 53 years ago, he spoke life. So, Will the real Christian stand up? For the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Do I have any real believers? See, see, the challenge is sometimes in life, you need a storm to identify who you are. See, everybody doesn't understand who you are. But you have to make up in your mind. There's going to be seasons in your life where you're going to have to stand up and speak what God spoke. It's easy to be angry. It's easy to have hate. But guess what? The Bible says I must love my enemy. The Bible says I must speak to my mountain. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. This is but a momentary light affliction and cannot be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. This is the greatest opportunity in our lifetime. To bring people to Jesus. Turn it around. Right now, we need Jesus. Someone called me this week as I was praying for our country and praying. Called me a a derogatory statement, but I've been called that before and worse. I said, you know what? I'm not going to allow my flesh to speak right now. In the midst of despair, he spoke his dream. God has put something on the inside of us that in this season, this is when believers should stand out. The Bible says we are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. We can't be like everybody else. The Bible says this. When you've done all that you can, stand. Stand on the word. Stand on the word. But Dr. King said the night before he was assassinated, my eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. See, when you see it, it gives you a peace about whatever comes your way. Because Romans 8.31 says, if God be for me, 
who can be against me? So I tell you, family, this is an opportunity for people to see the Christ in you. See, this is how the enemy works. He wants us divided. He wants us hating each other. But that's not what love is. So family, this week, as you go out, remember this. Who you're with. I'm on the winning team. And if God be for me, who can be against me? I got to look past insults. I got to look past derogatory statements. A couple weeks ago, someone called my wife the N-word. She said she ain't heard that in a long time. I said, well, at least you know you're still black. Every now and then you forget. <laughs> Every now and then somebody got to remind you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Look, we are God's children. Amen. Amen. I said, yeah, that's what they called you that day, mama. I said, but thank God. I know what God called You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.